uh, first house I ever bought, uh, there was a homeless person that uh, was living there for a while inside the house while I was living there. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, on these Wednesdays, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you, Todd? I'm doing good. Well, this is uh, being recorded a couple of days or being uh, recorded a couple of days before Halloween, but it will be released a couple of days after Halloween. So uh, hopefully everybody had a great Halloween. Um, I, I'm sure a lot of you listening have kids or grandkids and uh, got to see some costumes. And if you didn't, you probably had a kid or two knock on your door and got to see some fun costumes and give some candy away. So my son is dressing up as Luke Skywalker. Uh, my daughter is dressing up as a hockey player and she's trying to convince me to dress up as a figure skater. Uh, she is a figure skater. And uh, of course I play hockey. And so she wants me to dress up as a figure skater. She wants to dress up as a hockey player. And so we can uh, have some fun together. So. Nice. You could be Will Ferrell from, uh, what is it, Blades of Glory, I think the movie is called. I, I've never seen it, but it sounds amazing. So. <laughs> it is. They had a foot race on ice skates on um, on cement. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know. So if you see pictures of me wearing a, uh, a, a pink tutu and, uh, you know, what, what do you, what do you call those, those, um, the tights, the, you know, the leggings or whatever they oh, call okay. them. Okay. Sure. I don't know, not, not leggings, but whatever. I don't you know. know. If you see me all dressed up in fancy clothes, just know it's for Halloween. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so for with that, uh, you know, again, I know Halloween was just a couple of days ago, but we wanted to tell some, uh, some spooky stories uh, for you. Uh, and, and some of these are kind of fun. And I've got one, Matt, that just recently happened. And, this makes me so happy that I have property management. I, so we set up a contract with uh, a, plum, a plumbing company who their job is to come out. We've got a, this is a property with older pipes and we knew this going into it. We, this is part of our, our renovation budget, um, but they're coating and um, pecoding piping. And then there's a lot of piping that's just too too bad and they have to replace it. So they're digging up piping and they dug up some piping and found out that it was, they can't tie onto it and they have to go all the way under the building and replace everything from, you know, the toilet and the kitchen sink drain and the whole works all the way to the sewer, uh, the main sewer line that connects to the city. And it's like, a, you know, oh, well, but we expected some of that to happen. And so we had to, so I had to call uh, our on-site leasing agent. I said, uh, "Hey, you know, here's what's happening, and um, we got it's it's unit 15. We're going to have to vacate that unit. There's somebody living in there. We're going to have to vacate that unit. Do we have a place to put them? You know, so so we figure that out. She gets them placed into another unit, and uh, now we're busting up the concrete and completely redoing that. So little horror story, but not too bad. But in the meantime, she says, you'll never believe what I got to deal with. And uh, 
because I'm like that kind of kind of a you know crappy thing to have to deal with. Not part of the pun. And she says, "Well, remember those cockroaches that were in this is a building, by the way. We just we just bought. We closed on um, what was it, September fifteenth. So we're still getting to know the residents. We're still." Uh, trying to get in all the units. Um, so one of the residents says they got cockroaches and they're not coming from them. They can't figure out where they're coming from, but they're not coming from them, which usually is not the case, right? So whatever, we're going to hire an exterminator and the exterminator will come out and determine where they're coming from. And so it's 124 units, but it's each building has uh, four units. Each specific building has four units. There's a lot of buildings that are kind of connected to each other, but but each section is four units. And so the exterminator goes into her unit and then goes into these other units. And one of the units she walks in, or the exterminator walks into, uh, this guy, this 80 plus year old guy who was living there was a hoarder. And he had, so he had stuff piled up everywhere but he clogged his toilet over a year ago. He didn't call maintenance, but instead after he filled his toilet up, he started pooping in the bathtub, in the sink. He cut a hole in his couch and pooped inside his couch. He pooped on the ground and peed poop and pee on the ground all over the place. Oh my God. Everywhere. Uh. In cups, pooping everywhere. He hasn't left his unit for, well, he said, I haven't left since Trump left office. That's what he said. Oh. Okay. Haven't you, you know, gone to the doctor or anything like that? Well, my car won't start. I've tried to jumpstart it, but every time I try to start it, the alarm goes off. Would, haven't you reported this to anybody or whatever? No, you know, how have you been eating? Well, he's got like hoarded ramen noodles and stuff like that. So he's got been eating dry food for two years now. I, those of you who can't see this, I mean, it's going to be tough to see no matter what, but I've got pictures. Ah, I got pictures that were sent to me and this is amazing. Oh, that's a, that's one of our pools at one of our apartments. Oh, that disturbing. Yeah. Oh God. I, I know can't... a lot of you are just like listening to this, but this is, if you get onto YouTube, you'll see. My I mean, God. it, it that's poop. And there, there's a link to our YouTube video in the, uh, the podcast notes as well. But uh, those pictures, I, I can only imagine the smell and I don't want to imagine it. But I, <laughs> I said to my on site, I said, Jessica, how could you go in there and not, not throw up? She's like, oh my gosh, it was so gross. I'm like, I can't believe. And then you stood there and talked to the guy. Like, so she called, uh, he, he's a vet. And so this is real. it's actually, it's disgusting. It's a horror story, but it's super sad because this is an old guy. He's obviously got mental issues, you know, his, I don't know. I don't want to like 
you know, I don't want to say exactly what's happening because I don't know, but something's going on, right? And maybe, maybe his, his mind is going or I don't know. But either way, I feel bad. He's this 80 plus year old guy. Uh, he's a vet. So he served our country. And just like living in this horrible condition, nobody's paid attention to him. Nobody's cared. I mean, why isn't his family? Where's his family through all this? Why, why wasn't the old owner there? Do we, like, this is a reason, Matt, we do safety checks and we don't call them safety checks. We change our residence furnace filters. And then when we're there, we walk through the unit, making sure smoke detectors have batteries in them and they're, they're up and making sure stuff like this isn't going on because it just, we can't allow that to happen. So call the, call the VA, called social services and trying to get him placed in a place that can actually service his needs um, because he can't, he just can't live on his own if that's the way that a person's going to live. And I, I can't believe like the, the neighbors didn't like, it smells like poop every time. Like, I don't know how the neighbors didn't call. Like, I, oh, I yeah. don't know. And maybe they did, but again, we've owned this property for a very short period of time. And, uh, you know, when residents call and call and call and nobody, nobody takes them serious, they just stop calling. So who knows, maybe they were calling the previous owner and eventually they stopped and they didn't call us because they've, they've been used to it for so long. It's just been well, what it's at. But anyways, uh, this guy was thankful. He was so happy. We were helping him out. And so in the end, it's going to end up being a, a you know, hopefully it's a good story or a positive outcome, or it will be because he's going to get out of that situation. They see, he, he said he hasn't showered in over a year. Oh man. Hasn't taken a shower in over a year. So Yikes. that's my spooky story of the, uh, All right, <laughs> spooky story of the day. Do you have I, something to beat that, I, Matt? Well, I've got a good one. It's uh, maybe less gross, but um, uh, first house I ever bought, there was a homeless person that uh, was living there for a while inside the house while I was living there. Uh, and this <laughs> while you were living there. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's the backdrop. Uh, it was a, a triplex, uh, live in triplex. So I lived in one unit, rented out the other two in, inside the front entrance of the building. There was like a little closet off the side. And so there were you know locks on the exterior doors of the house and then a lock on the closet. Um, and, uh, uh, like I was just doing an inspection of the house one day and saw that like somebody had been living in that closet. Like there was like, you know, like stuff that I had not put there in there. And then like yeah. somebody had like a bedroll or whatever and, and other junk. And, uh, so I was like, oh my gosh, like what the heck? <laughs> so, you know, I changed the locks and, uh, but then they just kept on coming back. Like they must've been just picking the locks and coming, uh, after I went to sleep and then leaving before I woke up. And uh, like I even tried doing stuff to try to prevent them and, and uh, uh, you know, left a note like, please, like this is not a, a place. Uh, and it just took a while. But, uh, you know, eventually they they just moved on, I guess. But uh, so, um, I, I don't know who it was or, or whatever Man. was going on. But uh, glad you were safe. Right. I mean, yeah, you just, you just never know something like like that. And we had we had a property we we purchased that homeless people kept on breaking into breaking into breaking into this was a a property we were flipping um and uh we kept on calling the cops and they're like 
you know, the guy's gone, you know, they, they would take the stuff and they would, there was shoes and sleeping bags and stuff like that. They cops would take the stuff and move it. And then we would change the locks and then they would get back in, secure all the windows, you know, finally start boarding stuff, still keep, kept on getting back in every single time. And so finally the police said, Hey, you know, you guys are taking a lot of our time. We want to, we want to get this solved for you. Do you mind if we just leave a couple of our dogs in the house for, for a few nights? Said, absolutely. So they left some of their police dogs in the house and that solved the problem. No more, (laughs) no more homeless people uh, coming. So that was a, that was a solution to the problem. I'm not sure that's traditional, like uh, what, a police officer would do but this was a vacant house and that's what they did yeah yeah i mean i'm all support or for support of like uh you know helping homeless people get on back on their feet uh you know there's a lot of mental health uh issues with uh you know that's forcing people to become homeless so i'm all about the support that's out there but i am not running a homeless shelter you know yeah (laughs) like yeah right even if you're like hey i want to be nice and i don't want to kick these people out that that's not that's not helping anybody because you're Mm -hmm. not you're not running a homeless shelter, nor are you qualified to do it, right? And so that's not actually providing the right kind of help. That's just perpetuating the problem. That's all. That's all that it is. Yeah. So, yeah, um, man, uh, I, I think I've told the the I, I I've got uh, other poop stories I've probably told before, um, but another homeless story. I don't know if I've told this on this podcast or not, but I'll tell it again, even if I have. Um, this was a house that we were actually just going to view and uh, walk into the walk into the lower level, open that up. And um, as we were opening that up, all of a sudden this guy comes and walks out what I thought was the alley comes walking out. Hey guys. Oh, Hey, you know, how's it going? Open the door, go in and it smells like pizza, like a pizza had just been cooked. Like that's really weird. You know, it's, it's a vacant, vacant property. It's a duplex, you know, vacant. So anyways, walk around. It's like, yeah, somebody just cooked a pizza in here. Like the oven's still hot. The, like you can just tell. And then we go to the, go at the back and it's like, this is a parking lot. It's not an alley. It's a driveway. And the guy that was in there was the, probably the guy that cooks the pizza, the guy that was walking and said, hi guys to us. So then we keep walking around looking, which is probably stupid. We probably should have just left. Um, go down to this basement and get down to the basement. And there is, I don't know how many, needles but i bet oh. 500 needles i mean just just needle after needle after needle it was maybe i'm being overselling it but there was i mean you you couldn't not step on them if you wanted to walk through that area there was so many needles i'm guessing they weren't sewing needles they weren't sewing needles no no, I think you can. I think you can get to what kind of needle they were. It was amazing. I, 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 I don't know. It had to have been many people that were down there stabbing themselves with needles. I don't know. It, it couldn't have been just one person. 
mean, there was so many needles. It was unreal. So walk down, you know, get to the bottom of the stairs and then don't walk any further because it's just like, I don't want to step on one of these and have them mm-hmm. go through my shoe. Yeah. Right. So, so anyways, we, we got out of there, but that's, uh, man, that it just, the, some of the things that you see and actually in that same neighborhood, and this is a, not a horrible neighborhood. It's a powder horn uh, neighborhood in Minneapolis. Not a horrible neighborhood, not a, an amazing neighborhood, um, but not a horrible neighborhood. Um, but uh, the house not too far away from there, we also walked into that and it wasn't the same day or anything, but walked into that and there was, it was all dark and there's probably, I don't know, seven, eight, maybe more uh, women all it, all sitting on a couch or sitting in couches. Um, they got, you know, panties and bras on and that that's really it. And, uh, walk through there and they're just like, Hey, how's it going? Just like cracked out, keep on walking. And then the, the back room, there's a, a lady laying on the bed, completely, completely naked, sprawled out. I mean, just, this is like middle of the day. About two o'clock in the afternoon. House is dark. All these ladies are just cracked out. It was the most bizarre and disgusting thing. And, and it's just like, man, these people. It's it's unbelievable what how how some you see some some amazing things and not in a good way. Um, amazing things, but obviously, you know, they're probably all on drugs. Um, but yeah, were they paying rent? It was not a property I owned. Oh, I so see. It was a short sale property. This is back in the, the foreclosure short sale heyday, you know. So it was either a foreclosure or a short sale. Um, my, I'm, I'm assuming because it was occupied, probably a short sale. But yeah, I'm sure. Snap a few pictures around and then, uh, you know, present your low offer to the bank. <laughs> and, like, here's what I wasn't going to take any pictures, Matt. I I didn't need any, uh, I didn't, I didn't need my wife going, why do you have pictures of a bunch of cracked out, you know, prostitutes on your phone? Oh, it's a business I'm thinking about buying. Yeah. Yeah, Right. This is, this is a business opportunity. (laughs) You know, they pay good rent and in cash. Yeah. There you go. The cash is a little sweaty and and other, you know, what? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so those are my uh, my Halloween horror stories. I got so many more, Matt. Like this, we could just do. We could have Halloween horror stories every day. I got uh, one more. I think I've told this a while ago, but uh, so same live in triplex. The lady that lived on the third floor at the time, same building, even same building. Yeah, that was. Oh it was, man, it was in South Minneapolis, uh, so right next to Powderhorn. Yeah, and um, so anyway, she disassembled. Like she was complaining about everything all the time. Like he, whether she had something to complain about or not, she was complaining. And uh, so she disassembled uh, one of her windows and then was complaining that it wasn't working right. And uh, uh, so I was already bringing a, a plumber over to fix her toilet. And, and so I was like, okay, I can take care of that at the same time. Took a look at it and I was like, what happened here? And she admitted that she had disassembled part of it. And, uh, and uh, I was like, well, why, why would you want me to reassemble it if you disassembled it yourself, uh, you know? And then, so she got really upset and then she was like, okay, now you're making me 
uh, step outside onto the roof. Again, the roof was covered with snow. There's like a, you know a little bit of roof over the, uh, you know by that window there, and uh, so she did that and was like angrily like reassembling it and and telling me like oh you forced me to do this and and I said no I didn't I did not say step out on a snowy roof. Luckily, the like I said, the plumber was there as a witness in case she fell and broke her neck. Like I had nothing to do with that. I'm not at fault for any of that. Oh, I gotta love it. Gotta love it. We have uh we have a we just got a letter from an attorney. Um a tenant hurt themselves on on our steps. However, the date that they hurt themselves on was prior to us purchasing it. So we'll see how that goes. But it's just interesting, like there was a loose step and and we but we haven't fixed any steps. Um, we were walking the building, by the way, before this date happened. We had it under contract, but we hadn't closed on it. And don't recall any any loose steps, but so we just checked this the stairs. You know, just certainly there's no loose stairs. Um, so you got to be careful. You never know. A tenant can easily can easily say, "Hey, this is such and such happened." You know, so. Uh, making sure maintenance is being upkept and making sure you're covering your butt uh, is, is important. Uh, luckily, this is this happened, and it was on some. It's on the old, old owner's watch, but um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, thankfully, it's just a small percentage of uh, residents who are like professional tenants and like yeah. <laughs> really for ways to take advantage of you know anywhere they live. Well, these attorneys know like you got insurance. Your insurance company, because most of the time, what will happen is even if this lawsuit is happening, even if it, the tenant has nothing like nothing on you, right? Unless it's like super blatantly obvious. But if if, if the tenant has nothing on you, the, a lot of times the insurance companies, even if there's a small small chance that something was done wrong, the insurance company will oftentimes just sell it right outside of court, and so they'll they'll award that money uh, just for writing that letter. And a lot of times, you know, the tenant's not going to end up getting much money, if any. It'll just go right to the attorney. Mm-hmm. But the, so the attorneys know they're they're smart. If they got any chance of getting some money, they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and do it. Yep, but then it'll certainly cost you because your insurance rates will go up and insurance rates will go up. Yeah, yeah, depending on what it is. But yeah, your insurance rates will go up. Well, ha- happily, you know, again, we we hadn't closed on the property yet, so it should be uh, should be not on our liability at all but anyways all right matt like i said i could keep on telling story after story after story i got so many fun ones uh but maybe next halloween we'll tell a couple more yeah and for our listeners out there if you want to comment on our, our youtube or, or facebook uh, page of what your own spooky stories are we'd love to hear them i would love to hear some more spooky stories maybe we can read a couple of the next one if we get a couple of people telling us some spooky stories all right matt you have a fantastic rest of the day make every day saturday Thanks. You as well. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and and want this. So 
the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.